0: Welcome to TR Talks, where your host, Team Rajpal, talks everything Toronto and GTA real estate, from buying, selling, leasing, investing, and rental management. An unfiltered conversation with industry experts helping you stay up to date with the market. Welcome back, Cirxus.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me back in my own (laughs) (laughs) abode.
0: I know. Well, listen. I mean, it had been a while coming, but we're glad to have you back on the podcast. And uh, do you know that we've had a thousand downloads?
1: Here's to the next million.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's just a numbers game, right?
1: And I think as long as we, the reason we're having, what I'm happy to see is that the market is responding well. Our audience is responding well. I mean, obviously we don't get to interact with our audience on a daily basis. Some are past clients, some are new people out there listening to us. And all I can say is thank you for your support. And we wish to bring you even more incredible, insightful information that is just simply there to help you no matter what you're doing.
0: Absolutely. I mean, you know, being a real estate resource and Rajiv's favorite line, which is, you know, reflective of what the team thinks, we're here to help. Exactly. And when you think about real estate, uh, who does it not impact? Every single person is impacted by the housing market. Um, anyway, I digress because today we are talking about the January market stats. And before that, before even getting into like the cold numbers, I like to call it, w- like we're already seeing in the last couple of weeks, we're seeing a lot of change on the ground.
1: So uh, I took some buyers out this past weekend and. Um, Two houses, you know, somewhere in Oshawa, somewhere in Clarington, uh, Bowmanville, Curtis. And uh, what amazed me was these same houses in November, December, even the first couple of weeks of January, even up to the third week of January, just sat. You know, they wouldn't, maybe an offer every 10 or 12 days, all of every single one, multiple offers. Every single one that ha- had an offer date and sold before the offer date. So it was bully offers, preemptive offers, call yep. it what you will. Um, the the one that had the least number of offers was four. The one that had the most number of offers, I think at one point was about 14, if I remember. I was speaking to a colleague of mine over the weekend. Um, they saw that they were seeing 23 offers on one of their listings. Um, and it's... it's you know.
0: It's indicative of the times to come because, and, and I'm seeing the same. So this isn't a, wasn't a one-off for you. Um, we've been looking at, um, you know, so a lot of condo listings that we have, yep. they were not moving and we're seeing that movement. It is increasing the pace and it doesn't matter where they're located, more activity. Um, and so a lot more showings being booked. Uh, seeing offers coming in. So condos that were actually the slowest um, for all of 2023, we've started seeing a lot more movement there. And uh, same for me with some of my buyers where, uh, you know, been back two to three times to take a look at the property. And and some of these are like, you know, um, senior living or adult style, uh, lifestyle living condo corp not corporations, like uh, a condo places. And all of a sudden, you know, we go in with an offer. Sometimes there are second offers and the other units in the area on the market for the last two, three, four months and boom, 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 sales. all of a sudden offer on it, offer on it. So, And,
1: and the thing is that um, I, I we, generally we're seeing sales up everywhere. Assignments. Do you know, like, I think the hardest thing that you could have taken on as a listing agent in 2023 was the task of selling an assignment.
0: And we did it.
1: Multiple times. (laughs) But not only selling the assignment, selling them for a profit.
0: Well, actually, let's take it back a a second. Just define for the listeners that don't know what an assignment sale is.
1: Excellent. So let's say Geeta goes out and buys a property from a builder as a pre-construction property. But before the property is ready or the call it condo corporation, if you've bought into a condo, uh, has been registered, you can actually sell the contract to someone, whether it's for profit, loss, whatever it might be. Um, not Now, I will put a big disclaimer here. Not all builders allow it not all builders like there's a huge asterisk with regards to the threshold that of sales the builder needs to do in order for you to qualify to sell an assignment so there are parameters around it but long story short even assignments that were you know the amount of marketing that had to go into an assignment just to get a phone call from another professional oh yeah um and now all of a sudden it's multiple offers on assignment sales it's 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 it's
0: Now, are these assignments that it's paper only or like, are are you finding that as well? Or are these ones where the the ones
1: that are going to be ready in the next 30 to 60 days? I I would say that, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, like the one I was dealing with was um, a a townhouse complex in in Ajax. Um, So, you know, we're going to see that. But even with condos, I mean, we had a couple of condos just sell over this last week. Um, that were, you know, sitting on the market for two months, and now all of a sudden we're getting offers coming in. I will say this, the biggest winners in this market, like, you know, everybody says, sell high, buy low. This is the bottom of the trough. Like, this is where it is going to start picking up. The biggest winners are going to be buyers who are readjusting their mind frame to say, okay, even if I have to spend 10 grand more now, in order to get the house that I want and sellers who are looking to
0: upgrade a hundred percent. And so let's take it right into the numbers. And so exactly what we're seeing is what has been reflected in the January market watch 2024. There's been a 37% increase in sales in January, 2024, as compared to last January. I
1: don't think I've seen that number in my career. Ever.
0: No, that's in significant, sales. and in January,
1: like for for January, because quite frankly, the first two weeks of January are a complete write off.
0: Usually, typically, yes.
1: yeah. Um, you know, for for us to see, it's going to be very interesting to see what February's numbers are like. Um, but having said that, if you just delve into it a little bit deeper, like just go down to the next layer, we yeah. are in double digits for pretty much, I would say, pretty much everything. So detached sales, totally. I'm talking 416 and 905, a 27% increase in sales. Mm -hmm. Semis, 43%. Towns, 55% almost. And condos, 41%. Like... You're talking, <laughs> it's,
0: it's I don't know what to it's, do. No, well, Except it's, well, you know what? This was a long time coming. And, uh, you know, for everybody that's been waiting and watching, waiting and watching, this is exactly what we say to people that when you're waiting and watching things happen and, and they happen right before your eyes and they happen before the media can inform you about it. So all this information, this is information for January, there's activity that is going on right now that is already underway. So, um, so, so going back one thing to mention here, the sales up 37% and you went over all of those, uh, numbers as well. New listings, however, only up by 6.1%.
1: The absorption rate is insanely high.
0: Yes. And so there's, there's not enough inventory to keep up with the demand Yeah. And that's something that we're going to start seeing a lot more listings come to the market. Um, but definitely recommend people don't wait for that. They should start coming to market sooner. Um, and then uh, average price. Everybody wants to know where the average price is sitting at. So as of January, $1,026,703. It's
1: pretty much the same. Yeah. But this reflection in in sales percentage increase, mm-hmm. always then turns into days on market and prices having a positive reflection. Absolutely positive. I mean, depending on which side of the fence you're sitting on. Um, but what is causing this? So I think I think people need to understand the background. Exactly. And the biggest the biggest thing is no matter, just Google Canadian mortgage rates and the number of articles you're going to see about speculation about the bank of canada dropping rates in april this that and the other uh, you know sometime this year may have to happen faster than they think keep in mind the one piece of advice there are so many factors that go into the governor of the bank of canada making that decision so trying to trying to outguess them is is pointless from the point of view of When it's going to happen, it will happen. When it will happen, we don't know. But the fixed rate has been coming down. And that has been a huge, huge, huge thing uh, for investors. That has been a huge thing for especially first-time buyers getting that comfort. I think the market has been shocked a little over the last two years. I mean, we, we started seeing these rates go up March 2022. So the market has been shocked and I think people are going to the mindset of I need to know comfortably what my next three, one year, three year, five year payments are going to be. Like. Exactly.
0: And it's also given people the time to understand that um, no time soon or no time ever, if we could even say, are we going to start seeing mortgage rates at one point five, one point seven five. That is just a recipe for another bubble. And so it's getting comfortable with the new normal
1: yeah and the government did that over COVID to help yeah they they didn't do that as a favor to the housing market they didn't do that as a favor to anybody and we were in a time of crisis and it wasn't about x y and z economic factors it was about how do we get people through this hard time because no one had gone through living like that before so I think, um, and people's
0: memory is short, Very much. right? It's, <laughs> it's short. And they're like, Oh my God. And one, we wonder when it's going to come back down, like come back down to what it's going to come down. And yes, April, June, I, I guess the expectation is more so, um, the, the second half of the year. But like you said, we can't say for sure. Is it going to be April or June? Like w- we, uh, were listening to Benjamin tall, the senior economist of CIBC and, if he can't say with surety, is it going to be April or June, then, you know, nobody can.
1: No. And I think uh, the other factor to keep in mind is that the there, there, there are some indicators like inflation didn't go down the last announcement. Um, the mm-hmm. economy is actually doing better than expected. Uh, look at the U.S. economy. That's doing better than expected. Jobs are up. So, and, and, you know, actually the U S actually slightly without even telling anybody slightly, it was a minor, minor, minor change, but they actually increased their rates mm-hmm. slightly. So I know, and I know it works completely differently in the U S so it's not something where you need to make your decisions based on that. You cannot outguess what is going to happen. Nope. We have seen this over and over again, the Toronto real estate market. I'm not saying it's impervious, but what I'm saying is sometimes things that are happening outside the bubble of so-called Toronto is not necessarily having the same effect as one would necessarily think.
0: Well, absolutely, and we saw it, right? We saw it in 2008, what happened in the U.S. um, It was like a very, very subtle ripple effect, a short six-month effect in Canada, and for many, many reasons, and some of them being the, the very stringent, Uh, steps that are put into place um, for mortgage approvals like the the stress tests
1: and so uh, this is one aspect of it Um, but having said that um, I don't want people to also feel like oh it started I've missed the boat that is not the right mindset Mm -hmm. the the curve is just starting to move up it is not there is nowhere close to where it is going to go Uh, all I will say is We have repeated this over and over and over again. Move Mm -hmm. when you need to move. If you're an investor, this is a good time to look at opportunities. If you're upgrading, this is a good time to look at opportunities. If you're planning on moving from a condo to a townhouse or a house, this is a good time to look at opportunities. Absolutely. It's not a moment in time where there is a switch where it becomes, you know, from... It, it, it was, you know, calm and I have time to, I have no time at all. like just <laughs> Yes. Like. It's
0: still, it's still a gradual uh, process for sure. And I think um, we should get into giving a couple of tips for sellers and buyers. Yeah. And before that, just um, do you, what do you think? Should we go into average prices by home type and just maybe make a quick mention of where things are at just as a point of reference Um I do want to mention that the two slowest moving categories last year, detached homes and condos, um, actually had a significant number, the highest number of sales vis-a-vis semis in towns. Yeah. With 1,745 detached homes selling in January and 1,335 selling um, condos selling uh, for the same period. Average price points... When we break it up now, I if you you want to look at it from the four one six and the nine zero five angle, or just
1: I think a total like I, I just want to pause you for a second. Sure, there. sure. Again, let's just logically think about why why do condos and detach have the most number of sales? It's because, because it's opportunity. It's oper- I was
0: just about to say the buyers that are seeing the opportunity are moving. Yeah. The tenants that are seeing the opportunity are, are becoming moving. first-time buyers. In fact,
1: we're seeing s- a slight slowdown in rentals.
0: Yes. And, uh, and, and that, it, it seems to be, the, the reason is because they're now seeing, look at the high rental rates. And they're like, wait a minute. Why am I doing that? Why do I not consider getting into the buying yeah. market?
1: So, um, just to quickly touch, I mean, I think we can give an average. Uh, you know, you're looking at about one mid one threes for detached average. I mean, four one six nine oh five combined. You're looking at semis being around a um, million forty close to it, a towns just under nine hundred, and condos just under seven hundred. Yeah. Um, now,
0: obviously, these these numbers can be. Um, fairly different depending on whether you're in the 416 or 905 but obviously we are here and we do also send um, a detailed email out with all the breakdowns yeah. um,
1: so so uh, with regards to buyers if you're a buyer in this market whether so le- you-
0: let me ask you the question I want to ask you Xerxes I want to know what are the top three tips you would give to buyers today
1: I think that there are there the top 3 is if you are I think I say this all the time there's a difference between a shopper and a buyer. Mm. And I think people who have been shopping need to start becoming buyers. You need to go into the store and buy something. If your goal if your goal is to be in your new home within the next 6 months within the next year This is a very serious time where you should be considering maybe even moving up your timeline a little bit to better suit your needs. Uh, So don't wait. That's my first tip. Uh, The second is whatever it is you're doing before you hop into a car to see an open house, before you do anything, get your finances in order. Go out, get a pre-mortgage approval, secure your rate. Keep in mind, guys and ladies, When you go out and secure your rate with the bank, it's usually valid for 90 to 120 days. But at the time when you're putting in an offer or closing, if the rate at any given point during that time period drops, most lenders will agree to the new rate. So you actually have nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. Um, So get a pre-mortgage approval. That's my second tip. The third is don't wait till the open house on the weekends to go (laughs) out. Hire a professional, commit to someone Be available, go out, see houses that you, you know, um, most people go out on weekends. We know this holidays, weekends, you have family day coming up. Um, most people go out on weekends, eliminate the competition. Absolutely. You know, so be flexible in your timeline. So what I'm saying is to the people who are serious, motivated, qualified, now is your time.
0: Totally agree. Um, I'm going to share three tips for sellers. So tip number one, don't wait for the spring market. No. Okay? Do not wait for the spring market. This is the time for you to be considering getting listed into the market right now. Inventory is still low, but that is going to change quickly. Number two uh, is to start the process three to six months before you think it's time to start the process. And uh, people will tend to contact us when, when they've done all the work to the home, they've prepped the home, and they're two months away from needing to sell. No, start early, three to six months before. And number three is upgrade. If you are thinking of upgrading your home, now is the time, sellers. This is the time for you to consider to get into the market and find a bigger home because there's a a definite financial benefit to you doing that now in the next two to three months.
1: I I was actually going to say... you, you hit the nail on the head. The people we're talking to right now who've, who've just signed up with us or have been under contract with us for a couple of weeks now are people who are looking to list in April, May, June. Like yes. it is not it is not something that this is. Yes, of course. Do we have sellers who call us today saying, look, I need to list my home by next week and we get it done? Absolutely. It happens all the time. But. This is not a process that typically happens overnight. Your chances of success is when you have a plan in place with a professional and everybody's on the same page. So, you know, and even those people, sometimes you gotta bring up the timeline, extend the timeline, whatever it might be, life happens. Absolutely. But don't don't try and, you know, again, don't try and outpace what you think may happen. Give yourself some room, give yourself some buffer. And because typically people who are selling are also on the buying side,
0: they are. And and the the other thing for sellers is like they might be very encouraged to hear um, that the new listings are like the, you know the the increase has been so limited as compared to the activity. But important to keep in mind that you will be competing, and you are competing with a lot of new assignment sales um, that will also be coming to market or are already actually flooding the market right now. So don't just look at, um, other homes, uh, resale homes that don't seem to be coming to market fast enough. You do have other competition. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think, um, we can wrap that up. Um, I know, did you have anything else to mention just around the, the interest rates, um, and where they're at?
1: No, I'm, I'm fairly certain we covered most of the stuff. So
0: Amazing. So, with my glasses back on, please follow and share this podcast with your family and friends. Comment and ask questions and make requests on topics you'd like us to cover. This is what we've been doing for the last year, so we thank you for um, all of the requests you have been making and we're looking forward to another fabulous year of TR Talks. Um, with Toronto Real Estate. We're here to help. TR Talks is hosted by members of Team Rajpal with REMAX. Rajiv Rajpal and Xerxes Barucha are brokers. Gita Rajpal and Nicholas Sip are sales representatives, all registered with the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board, Real Estate Council of Ontario, and Canadian Real Estate Association. This podcast is for informational purposes only and not for financial or investment advice. Please do your own due diligence.